This is Kate Swoboda, creator of YourCourageousLife.com, director of the Courageous Living Coach Certification at TeamCLCC.com, and author of the book, The Courage Habit, which is available at booksellers and at Amazon. The Your Courageous Life podcast is all about going after what you want and creating and living a more courageous, emotionally resilient life. Might drop a couple of F-bombs, so maybe don't listen with your kids in the backseat of the car. And here we go with today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 50 million grazillionth, that's a technical term, day of the COVID pandemic. (laughs) So I'm currently recording this. Oh, wow. Um, We're all grappling with the economic uncertainty, the uh, very real fears for our own health and the health of our loved ones and of people who don't have access to resources. We are trying to figure out how to just survive with social distancing because it takes a very real emotional toll on us to not have the same routines that we had to not have access to connection in the same way. And today's episode, I'm hoping will be a little injection into your life of just really seeing and reconnecting with, if you have lost the ability to see, but really seeing that actually this is what we train for. This is what we train for. It's kind of an odd way to put it, right? But the personal growth practices, the prayer or the faith or the naming desires in order to practice courage, whatever you've been doing the self-help books, the blogs, the podcasts that you take in, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, especially. All of that meditation, Brene Brown, awareness of vulnerability, talking about facing fear, practicing courage, whatever you've been doing all this time, it's prepared you for this right now. Right now. Try this on. Think about this for a moment. I mean, you might not have thought of the things that you have been doing all this time in quite this way. So consider it now. So for example, if you have been someone who meditates or has some kind of mindfulness or presence-based practice, why do you do that really? I mean, you do it because of what it provides in the moment. But of course, you also do it Because even if you haven't been thinking about it this way, some part of you understands that the more you practice meditation, the more the benefits add up, the more they are protective and helpful and resilience boosting in times of great stress. Now, those of you who have been following me for a while, you know that I'm crazy about CrossFit and oh yeah, I've been going into CrossFit withdrawal because of course, shelter in place, social distancing, can't go to CrossFit. But uh, I can't help but think about the personal growth practices that we all do and this concept. This is what we train for. This right here, pandemics, life crises. This is why we do the personal growth practices. Well, we could compare personal growth work to actual physical training. So we could compare the personal growth work that we do to lifting weights or training for a marathon. If you lift weights one time, You're not going to be able to lift something heavier the next day. That's not how it works. If you lift weights for a month, though, you'll get stronger. If you run one mile, 
you still aren't going to be ready for a marathon the next day. But if you run one mile week after week and you build in more mileage, you'll run that marathon. And I just point this out because I know that there are so many of you who are looking around and going, I'm not equipped for this. I can't handle this. Nothing has prepared me for this, so I don't know what to do. And what I say is, nope. Wrong. Actually, you have been training for this. All of that personal growth work has been training us for times like these, preparing us for these moments of profound fear and uncertainty. You might be like, but what do you mean? How's that possible? Because I feel fear and I feel uncertainty. Yes, you do. You aren't going to get away from that part. And anyone who is trying to sell you on the idea that you can kick fear's ass or become fearless, unfortunately, they've been selling you snake oil. They've been lying to you. I'm very sorry. So the fear and the uncertainty are not a sign that all of your training is for nothing. You're still feeling the fear and uncertainty, but hey, you're here. You're doing what you can do. And this isn't about doing this perfectly. If you've meditated or done some kind of like presence-based breathing, even one time, you know what the process is for coming back to your breath and reducing anxiety. You might not do it perfectly, but you know what it is. If you have ever paused before going into a state of fear to ask yourself, hold on, how do I want to handle this? You know the tool. If you have ever reframed a belief, if you have ever said to yourself, I can't, and then gone, hold on a moment, let me reframe that, I'm willing to try, then you know the tool. If you have ever heard your critic tell you the reasons to isolate and then decided to reach out to a friend anyway, then you know the tool. So this is what I'm trying to say. This is what we train for. This right here, you've been training. Now, I can see someone who maybe hasn't been consistent saying, well, I did that once. That doesn't mean I'm prepared for this. And I'd agree. If, if you only do things once or you only did them inconsistently, very human. This is not a judgment. People are human. Then I get it. You're not feeling prepared for this. And you might not actually be fully emotionally prepared for this yet yet this is what we train for you're not there yet but this is why we train my point is you actually have a lot going for you you know what the tools are you know what the tools are you're intelligent It's so good that you already know what the tools are. You already know that slowing down your breathing is a tool. That pausing before you react is a tool. That reframing a belief is a tool. That reaching out to others is a tool. You know these things. So good. Give yourself some credit. Knowledge is good. It's a starting point. You have the tools. This is what we train for. We don't train for when life is all kicky and great. We are doing the personal growth work so that when life hands you a shit sandwich, you A, don't just think you have to eat it, and B, know how to just say, okay, I don't like what I've been handed, but I will figure out my way through. So, you know, Knowledge is good. It's a starting point. You have the tools and I get it. 
it can be hard to pause and acknowledge that right now because perfectionism is up, anxiety is up, all the stuff is up, but you do have the tools. So now let's turn ourselves to this very important question, which is, do you use the tools? Because you do have them. And you can't argue with anyone on this point. You have the tools already. I just said them in case you want a reminder. They are things like slowing down to breathe, pausing before reacting, reframing your beliefs, refusing to isolate, reach out to people. You have the tools. Do you use them? Do you use them consistently? Is your mind focused on checking in with them daily? Some of you know about my program, the Courageous Living Program. The entire point of my creating that program was to give people ways to practice courage daily on their own time so that they have ways of using these tools in their lives on a regular basis. And this is also the entire point of The Courage Habit, my book, to get people to see the ways that courageous behaviors can become habitual, even to the point where you don't have to really think hard about anything. It's a habit. It's just how you do life. This is what I do when I'm faced with things that scare me. I turn to these courageous practices. You use the tools consistently, and that's how you build courage and resilience for times like these. Now, if you are thinking, that's all well and good, but I haven't been using the tools, Kate, and now I need help. Awesome. Okay, let's focus in a little bit more. If you're realizing that you haven't been using the tools, then my question is, and I ask this gently, I ask this not to sound like a critic, but really contemplate for yourself. Has the cost of not using your tools consistently finally gotten so great that you're going to do it? Has the cost finally gotten so great from not using those tools consistently that you are going to do it? Has the cost gotten so great you're no longer going to negotiate when it comes to your personal well-being? Has the cost finally gotten so overwhelming and stressful that you're willing to say, no more, I'm doing life differently right now, I'm not skipping out on using these tools daily? Because really confronting yourself with kindness around that question might be what it takes. And on a personal note, Again, this is not judgment because I have been in this place where I'd meditate and I'd get some of the benefits. And then I was like, well, you know, I meditated yesterday. I don't really need, you know, or I'd exercise and I'd get a little rhythm going, well, I don't feel like exercising. Or I would know about things that would be helpful during stressful times, but then I'd kind of paradoxically go, I'm too stressful. I can't do any of the things that are helpful during stressful times because I'm too stressed out. <laughs> You, you hopefully are laughing with me. And, you know, I also remember too, hitting this spot years ago where I was like, not using the tools had finally become like the costs had added up so much. And I remember feeling a bit like, well, okay, but how are some daily tools around, you know, meditation or gratitude or checking in with my integrity, how's that really going to change my life? Because they all seemed so small. 
But in life, sometimes the small things add up to be bigger than what we perceive as the big things. A courageous life is truly lived on the basis of the small, ordinary, daily acts of courage. Every once in a while, I give a talk at a company or for an organization or a conference and Sometimes people will come up to me and they'll tell me, you know, I don't really think that I have a thing with, with needing more courage. I've done a lot in my life. I, you know, I'm a skydiver and I've, I've traveled to like every country and, uh, you know, I just, you know, I don't really think that's my thing. And it's like when I hear that list on someone's resume, it's like, it does take a lot of courage, a certain type of courage to do those things. But I'm talking about the kind of emotional courage where, Who you truly are on the inside is how you actually live on the outside. I'm talking about the kind of courage where you don't do life perfectly and you're aware of that and you don't need to hide that. It's no longer a source of shame. There's no hustling to pretend to show up in a certain way. It's it's a feeling of freedom. So here's the thing. I don't do the work that I do. And I don't mean the work as in what I do professionally, providing coaching for other people or creating programs or being director of a life coach training organization. I mean the personal growth work. I don't do the personal growth work that I do for the times when things are just peachy. I get benefits even when things are peachy. But really, I do it for these times right here. When we feel crazed and angry and we can't trust our leaders to lead for crying out loud and we don't know what we'll do when we've had a financial bottoming out. You work the tools always because this is what we train for. This right here. So if you haven't been using any tools and if you want to change anything, then I've got some great news for you. This profound fear and uncertainty that our world is facing right now, this is also our training ground. So this moment right now, everything leading up to it, this is what we train for, this that we're experiencing right now. And this profound fear and uncertainty that we're experiencing right now is also our training ground because this right now is your training ground for what comes next. Think about this. We will emerge from the other side of this, either weakened or depleted, depending on whether or not you use the tools. You will emerge from the other side of this, either weakened or depleted, depending on whether or not you use the tools. Again, you know what they are. (laughs) You don't need anyone to lecture you on meditation or some kind of how-tos for how to slow down and breathe. It's not breaking news that pausing before you react and reframing things in a more positive direction is helpful. In case you're thinking I'm talking about positive affirmations and throwing glitter on shit, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about an actual psychological concept called cognitive reappraisal or sometimes called cognitive reframing. And multiple clinical studies have shown that for people who are experiencing depression and anxiety and sadness and anger and all of that, Cognitive reappraisal is very helpful. So pausing before you react, reframing things in a more positive direction, very helpful. So 
it's not going to surprise you to hear that isolation is not helpful and that even if you live alone and have no nearby relatives, you need to be listening to podcasts that lift you up. I'm hoping this is one of them. And you need to be getting onto the conference calls when people run the virtual get together. And you need to be calling the people you care about, not just texting. These are all forms of not isolating. So you know the tools. This is good news. You know the tools. You've probably done all of them before at least once. You will emerge from the other side of this either weakened or depleted, depending on whether or not you choose to use the tools. So what will you be doing in the weeks and months ahead? Will you use this, this right here now, which as far as I can tell is the most stressful thing that our world has faced. Our world is in everyone around the world is having to face this. This is the most stressful thing that our world has collectively gone through in a very long time. What will you do with what we're facing? Will you use this right here now as your training ground? Now, I just saw it today. I've seen it on multiple days. Another post on social media going, you don't have to be pressured to do anything during this stressful time. And I can see someone who is feeling really exhausted by their fear, being kind of furious that anyone like me, this little life coach over here, would suggest during times like these that there might be something they could do. So if hearing me say this today, if someone's suggesting that there could be a way to use what we're going through right now to become stronger and more resilient is infuriating, Please do take some time to rest. Go ahead and take some time to feel that anger. You're probably not actually angry at me or the people suggesting that there's something you can do. You're probably angry at freaking COVID. You're probably angry at leaders. You're probably angry that we're just in this. For And it can feel a little bit illogical to be angry at like being in this. But, but you do. You feel what you feel. So slow down. Go a few layers down and see where the sadness lies. I'm not suggesting that you have to go be perfect at this. I'm just pointing out that there is something that you can do with what we're going through right now that gives you purpose, that gives you a sense of, hey, I don't have to just roll over and take this. There is something I can do with what's coming up right now. But go ahead and slow down because exhaustion is hard. Feeling depleted is hard and rest is good. And especially if you weren't already resting before COVID-19 hit, the world's stress collectively being ratcheted up all at once, that hits hard. That feels overwhelming. I'm not denying that. I'm gently suggesting that we all just notice that we already have the tools. And this right here is our training ground for how we use them. This right here is the moment to start. Not when this is over. Not when things feel easier. This right here, right now, this is your training ground. And you will train imperfectly. We all do. I do. 
you will make mistakes and need to regroup. We all do. I do. Yet I'm asking you to please rise up. See the tools that are available for you as being like the most nourishing possible food for your emotional system. See that you have these tools already and that you get to use them. You are in choice around that. Consider that even if right now you're thinking to yourself, like these tools, I'm not good at them. I'm, I'm feeling really depleted. I'm not feeling emotionally resilient. How do I get better at courage and stepping forward? You know, if you were to get just 1% better at something every day, after 30 days, you'll be 30% better. After 60 days, you'll be 60% better. After 90 days, you'll be almost to 100%. That's huge. And here we are in the midst of trying times and all the forecasts are indicating that we're going to have another 90 days of this. And that feels really hard. So given that, what if just 1% daily made all the difference? So yes, slow down. Breathe in whatever way feels right for you. Practice the skill of pausing before you react. You read the news headline and something starts to get activated in you, a tension, a kind of low-grade anxiety. You pause and you go, hold on a second. Why am I having that reaction? It's a news headline. I'm here. I'm sitting on a chair. I'm reading a news headline. That's all that's happening right now. I do not know what's going to happen next. You reframe, you reframe, you reframe, you reframe. Constantly reframing. You refuse to isolate. You find some way to feel a sense of connection to other humans, even if you can't be in the same room. This is the work. This is what you do. This is what we train for. You've got the tools already. This is such good news. And you can choose to use them. That's other good news. It's hard, but you can do hard things. We all can. And this is what we train for. All right, that's today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You know you can continue the work and the fun if you want to. Head on over to yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin and become a Your Courageous Life subscriber because as soon as you sign up, you get access to an entire library of worksheets and audios and other bonuses. And of course, you'll be receiving more courage in your inbox. And who wouldn't love that? You can learn more about the Courageous Living Coach Certification at teamclcc.com. You can get the Courage Habit at your local bookseller on Amazon, wherever you like. We can even connect on social media. I'm on Facebook at Your Courageous Life. So look for facebook.com forward slash Your Courageous Life. And I'm on Instagram as Kate Courageous. And I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. So here's to you using these courageous tools in your life and creating a real ripple effect of good. And again, thanks so much for listening. I love it that you're here.